Let's see. According to the Wikia, Cheerlism is a mythical creature that is believed to lurk somewhere in the tumbler of Pan's general vicinity. She's been described as the opposite of Zoe, angry and cynical. <laughs> Pan and Ken bully her on a regular basis. She refuses to come on the podcast, supposedly because she doesn't like the sound of her voice. Theorists still question her existence. It was later revealed Pan had a previous relationship with her and even had a child called Tuesday or Wednesday, who was later lost at a target and since split up. Chillism appears on Pan's gaming channel where they play Neopets. So, um, but, but why didn't they update it where I said that I ate Wednesday by cooking her in the oven? We're always in our clubhouse getting high. It's the Rebel Taxi YouTube Pizza Party Podcast on YouTube and not on Vimeo. No, sir. It's on YouTube. That's where it is. I'm Pan Pizza. Who are you people? Why did you have why did you have to specify Vimeo? Is somebody like upload is somebody <laughs> uploading it no. on there? Uh, that's where I find my tasteful nudes for okay, later. First but anyway. of all, Vimeo is a great website if you want to get paid for animation. Wait, what? Like you yeah, yeah, like YouTube's where you put your stuff where you want to be seen, but Vimeo is where all the professionals go, and that's where like most of the people I know who do like really like get paid for freelance, mostly get their gigs from there. Damn. Well, I guess because there's a lot, a lot less clout on there, you know, like it's just hey, either you're making legitimate art or nothing at all on Vimeo, so it's you know for professionals only. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because YouTube is just a, a just a random dumping ground. YouTube is like a cesspool where yeah. uh, just everything coagulates and like there's like a, a film like covers over it. And then if you poke it, like the fumes pop up and it like makes you knock out because it's so disgusting. I mean, if you uh, I mean, if you look up any animated cartoon on YouTube, it's just like here's uh, several re-uploads of the cartoon but in like weird in this weird like boxed quality where it's just like all these filters to get it past the copyright and then someone's rant about it or something and then my video possibly and then a 107 facts video of said cartoon and that's all you get on youtube yeah we should get rid of youtube yeah we should it's, a good run. it's over just you end know, it i th- I, I saved like $20 in my bank account. I don't need that shit anymore. Once you got $20, the world belongs to you. The world is yours. It's like Scarface. The world belongs to you, and then the world ends with you. Oh, shit. Oh, no. If I'm going down, I'm taking the world with me. Yeah. But, um, hey, we got to announce that we're raising money for MomoCon this May 2018. And, uh, Nolan, you, you finalize the thingies or what What you do? We're going to be at MomoCon in May, and we're going to be doing a panel there. Um, I'm still working out with PR what the panel is going to be about specifically but and how we're going to do it. But hopefully we'll be able to do some cool stuff for you all. And yeah. I'm really excited to... Uh, if we space out these podcasts enough, like if we replace these podcast days on Tuesday with like uh, one of those group, one of those review things, you know, like me and Roland did with the fourth Powerpuff Girl, we could space it out enough where it's where the hundredth podcast episode is on MomoCon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're gonna be we're gonna try we're gonna um, make the hundredth um, episode of MomoCon live, all yeah. of us together, and we're gonna be at the convention all weekend. So come say hi if you want. Please don't yeah. hurt me. Although what, what I'm scared about MomoCon is like. I have nothing to show off. You know, like when you go to a convention, they always have something secret to show off. I'm like, I don't want to show you. Uh, you can show a, a review that hasn't aired yet. 
Yeah, but, we're gonna we're we're not. I'm not gonna confirm anything on Pan's behalf, but I'm trying to convince him. So yeah, I'm just like it, it, you know, it's like going to a high school reunion really uh, where you're like, I don't know what to show you, but you know, if I did show a review, it'd be like, uh, this comes out a week from now, so here's a week early. That's kind of what happened with like Rick and Morty with um, yeah. Comic-Con. So. Actually, uh, two Comic-Cons ago, I remember seeing the animatic to Pickle Rick fighting all these rats, and it's like, oh, that finally came out. That animatic was also put on the internet. Oh, yeah. Fuck. You're not special, Pan. There's no, there's no secrets in convention anymore. But, um... On Patreon, uh, if you fund, if you give us $100 on Patreon, we'll actually promote your stuff. And one of our Patreon supporters is Chaotic Inventor. Uh, he's a guy who makes, uh, like, several analysis videos on, like, RPGs like Fallout and Skyrim. Now, I never played Fallout, but he was talking about how Fallout 4's uh, uh, intro sequence is a lot, is just in very inferior to, compared to the third Fallout game. And it's like, huh, I never played Fallout, but... I kind of want to play this game now because it looks pretty interesting because, I don't know, first-person shooters and RPGs aren't my thing. But Chaotic Adventure, I'll have the links in the description and the first pinned comment on YouTube here. I can't I can't imagine um, I can't imagine Fallout 4 is being inferior when I've heard that Fallout 3s is already pretty bad. Because hmm. it's literally you're just growing up like you get born as a babu and yeah. then you have to like create your character. And the funny thing is you play as like a toddler to pick out your stats, but if you go in third person mode on the computer, which you're not supposed to do, all it is is just your main character's model when he's an adult but shrunk. <laughs> and I'm, just, I'm just like, I don't expect them to make a toddler, obviously a toddler model, but you could have. <laughs> no. Um, also, people um, in the chat are asking, can I give money to help Jim come back? Um you can help him come back really with the regular podcast, but um, part of the money is helping him get to MomoCon. Yeah, pretty much so. Because we have to cover various expenses and stuff. Help with the Patreon. Give us money or on the Patreon, and that's going to help us get to there. Is there a way for someone that wants to just do one donation instead of doing a, a reoccurring Patreon thing? Is there like a PayPal or something? Oh, Yeah, we could... Well, we could set up a PayPal later, and we'll put it maybe in the description or I something. I mean, my, my or... PayPal's rebeltaxi at yahoo.com, so, you know. But, um, yeah, so check out Chaotic Adventure on YouTube. And uh, also, I kind of had to make a rule now where it's like I can only promote someone after the payment from Patreon comes in because, like, the last guy screwed me over. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to say make sure they, they pay for the month, you know. Yeah. So whoever the last guy is from last podcast, fuck them yeah so anyway you guys want to get into the topics or news or whatever do, do we should we do we keep doing news or like because usually we record these and then they don't get uploaded until way after well, this. this one's uploading uh, this tuesday so it'll still be topical. also there's a lot of actual like animation oriented things to talk about yeah what so, yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, we got a new promote. Well, for one thing, uh, 12 Forever, if you remember the Cartoon Network pilot on it's on YouTube, uh, it's coming to Netflix and it has no affiliation to Cartoon Network anymore. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, interesting. personally, I found that pilot a little too similar to Star Versus in a way. But yeah, I mean, but a lot of people really loved it. And now it's going to be on Netflix and not Cartoon Network, which is strange. But it, it's happened before, like uh, Adventure Time was on Nickelodeon first and then it became a Cartoon Network show. And so mm -hmm. some things have traded 
between channels. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that um, Netflix picked up something that was Cartoon Network oriented. Like, uh, what's that? Problem Solvers, that really awful looking show. I don't know if Netflix produced it or if it was just one of those things where Cartoon Network. No, it, it was just Cartoon Network. Like, hey, we have these episodes left over. You air them. We don't want this crap. There goes the dog. Hang on. The, dog's really, the dog got really upset when he heard about problem solvers. <laughs> problem solvers. That's pretty bad. But uh, I guess we can talk about this other uh, Cartoon Network pilot that has been released recently. It's called Summer Camp Island. Have you guys seen this? Yeah. Hey guys, I... have you heard about this? Hmm. Hey guys, have you heard about what? this? What? You say as like Summer Camp Island slowly like dissolves into like this disgusting mess and like the characters start bleeding from the eyes. It might as well because I just feel uncomfortable watching that. It's just. It really is uncomfortable. Like that, that was the word that kept coming to mind for me too. I mean, okay, so Summer Camp Island is about these little ki- animal kids and they go to summer camp. And the, the kids love normal stuff, but the camp around them is freaking weird and surreal. It kind of has like a season one Adventure Time vibe with all the talking creatures and whatever. But um, these kids, they say they're 14, but they act like they're in, they're six years old. Yeah. Which is where the fetish sheath stuff kind of, kind of, I don't know, it just feels like a preschool show, but they're 14. And it just feels like, you know, that Tumblr meme where it's like, ooh, what's do this you know like you are vowed it kind of feels like that where it's like the fuck is this shit you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah i I fuck i just like you know it just broke me you know i'm just like casual about cartoons like oh everyone's so mad about steven universe whatevs and i'm just like and then i see this come along and i'm just like what the fuck is this shit you know, <laughs> it's just super like, I I don't know how to describe it. Like um, the art style of it is I think they were trying to go for something a little kid can draw. Yeah. Like something they would no- draw in their notebooks in school. Um, But it's not very appealing. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. It, it just it, there's weird perspective all the time. Everything's alive. Um, and the resolution of the actual episode itself made no sense. It was this guy that's like clearly upset that like the girl that he likes likes another person and he can't come to terms with it. Mm-hmm. So he's like masking it with something else. And then his living clothes makes him dance. And then he decides after dancing within like half a second, oh, yeah, this is going to be OK. I like this place now. Literally, there's no like actual character arc. Yeah, it's just like, yay, I'm happy again. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. Never mind. I mean, uh, I see some people defending it in the comments with, have you never seen art by Julia Pott, who is the creator of the show? And if you look it up, like she's an illustrator and you can see the similarities in her art, but her art looks better and, you know, illustrated as a still image and not so much in motion. Yeah, I was I, I was going to say a lot of people are like, well, have you seen their art? And I'm like, yeah, but you can't like translate every art style to animation like for example, Berserk, <laughs> Every, it, it like literally Berserk's art like looks great. Like, and then you watch like Berserk 2017 and then that'd be the same thing as going, well, haven't you seen the original? It's like, look, if it doesn't stand on its own, I don't think uh, us knowing the origin of it is going to help, you know? 
right? Yeah. That's kind of a weird it, argument. Yeah, it's like it'd be like saying those school posters with like the characters with the really small eyes and big, wide, smiling mouths, yeah. like had a really shitty animated adaption. So then, like, they say, well, just look at the original, and then you go look at the school posters, and you're like, yeah, it's still shit. Yeah, I mean, when I was younger, like, I saw uh, whatever happened to Robot Jones, and I thought, this cartoon looks like fucking shit. Although, it, but it was until I got older, I realized, oh, it's supposed to be Schoolhouse Rock. Now I get it. But as a kid, I'm just like, this looks terrible. I didn't get it. Was it? Was it supposed to be? Was yeah. it, are you sure it wasn't just the same studio? No. Or? <laughs> I'm pretty sure whoever made Schoolhouse Rock is fucking dead and buried, you know? So I don't think so. Fucking well, I mean, that, that goes against your argument then. Because hmm. you, you said that, like, um, knowing it should stand on its own, but you thought it was awful the first time you saw it. But then when you realized what it was referenced, now it was all I, I would think it was cool. cool. I was just like, oh, I, I, I guess... I don't know. It just looked, it just looked bad from the start. So on, on its own, it just looks bad. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like I'm not gonna defend Robot Jones. I'm gonna say yeah, it does look like shit. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one's asking you to defend Robot Jones. I'm looking at Julia Potts' art. You know, it looks nice, but like the, the show, I, her art kind of reminds me of like the most hipster ass Polaroid snapping, like urban outfitter shopping the fuck are you talking about it looks super hipstery like this is the most stereotypical hipster thing like you would find this art like framed on like some hipsters uh, loft somewhere up in the city where they share it with like three other people and they go to the local <laughs> local mumford and sons concert it. i will stop you right here now <laughs> while they watch what's that What's oh that God. guy? What's that movie with like Bill Murray uh, and like um, Wes, Wes Anderson? Anderson watching Paper Cup? Okay, it doesn't work if you have to ask us what you're trying to say. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going off the fly. And it's just like this is the most hipster ass shit I have ever seen. I fucking hate this. Like, look up the music video that's called "Being a Dickhead Is Cool," because it's like this is super fucking hipster as shit. You know. <sighs> It's like, but this mm-hmm. no no summer camp. Anyway, I, I fucking hate news, this more than life that... itself. It's just like they fucking disgust me. I want this destroyed. That's cool. I just want to like throw it out here that like he specifically asked us to make sure we watched it so we could talk about it. That's how much Pan hates it. I I was not told this, but <laughs> it was in the group Discord. It was in the. Uh... When, when was it though? I might have missed it because it was earlier it. today. Oh, well, yeah, I was busy all day. I wasn't checking. But anyway, um, this is actually a bit of news I'm adding on to the plate. Um, I recently went on Twitter and found out the um, Twitter um, animated JL, which is a Justice League fan Twitter, talked to uh, Susan Eisenberg, the voice of Wonder Woman from the Timverse Justice League show. Um, she said that uh, if you want the or- original Justice League animated movie with the original cast from the show, which would most likely be a lot better than the movie that currently is out in theaters, um, you have to tweet at war- WB Home ENT, Home Entertainment, um, and with the hashtag, yeah, w- hashtag JL Reunion. And this is actually a thing. And uh, Andrea Romano, who recently went into retirement, said, oh, I'll totally Sweet. come out of retirement to voice direct that movie. So, so basically, um, and Kevin Conroy's on this too. Um, and I really like the Justice mm-hmm. League animated uh, series. And 
if you if you guys want this to happen, you just got to tweet at Warner Bros. Home Entertainment, which is WB Home ENT, hashtag jail reunion. And this this stuff works, you know, t- tweeting actually works more than petitions do. So like companies, companies pay a lot more attention to Twitter and hashtags than they do um, petitions because they're like, oh, well, the kids are but, hashtagging um, it. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> crap what was i gonna say (sighs) damn but yeah i mean it's bound to happen because like it's nostalgia and like hey people want to see it again it's like when they brought back the old batman the animated series for uh batman and harley quinn that was a good one you know that was not okay you know what and no (laughs) yeah it was kind of like a a, a very long extended robot chicken sketch that never ended so you're saying it's only good through the uh guise of it being terrible (laughs) it's just like wow they made this this is something (sighs) a lot of other things that happened through twitter campaigns like uh Young Justice season three, so that proves Warner Brothers does listen to a certain extent. It's bound to happen. So yeah, young the Justice League cartoon can come back as like a TV special. Like Warner Brothers makes like a, a t- like a TV movie like every three months or so. Like you know, it's gonna happen. Well, they got they got to make yeah. up for the 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 failures that their cinematic universe is going. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> um, I have not seen Justice League yet. I really hope that uh, I really hope that if they do make an animated Warner Bros. Uh, Justice League movie, that um, it isn't like as bad as the recent ones have been, because some of them are really good and the other ones are garbage. Mm-hmm. Because oh. uh, the 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 um, Adam West ones, which I think um, Jim said at some point, he um, speculated that that was going to be like its own little mini universe, but then Adam West fucking died. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then uh, there's also like the shit, like uh, all the Batman standalone movies have been garbage so far. Yeah, like well, uh, you know, Killing Joke was bad. Batman and Harley Quinn was really bad. I'm already angry at Batman Ninja just because he's dressed like a goddamn samurai. He looks nothing like a ninja. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I really love how it looks like Berserk 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of worried about that, but look, they got a bunch of cool people working on it. They had that intro credits. Yeah, because we're talking about uh, Batman Samurai. Is that what it was called? Batman, um, Batman, it's being animated and by a studio that's really popular or something. Batman Um, Ninja? Yeah, yeah, I don't, I I watched the trailer a couple days ago when I was in my strep throat sick haze, so I don't remember specifically, but um, yeah, it honestly is like a, it looks kind of lame. <laughs> like I hope it, okay. I hope it's good, but it looks like it'd be fun. Okay, okay. Like, um... So the comment said that like it's actually based off a comic from the '90s, which makes me feel so much better about it because of how inaccurate the design is to what it's yeah. supposed to be. I felt that was very much like an early 80s, early 90s thing. Yeah. So that makes so much more sense. Mm. On the same token, though, like, of all the, like, um, alternate universe Batmans to adapt, why not adapt, like, the, uh, either the vampire one or the uh, the one where he's, like, uh, in the early 1800s, it's like a steampunk Batman. Oh, um, Batman. I forget, but they were making a video game on that, and, like, the test animation on that video game looked really amazing because... I, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that a long time ago. 
I mean, just the cape animation's like, wow, this game is canceled, but like, damn, they spend a lot of time on that cape animation. That is the best cape animation I've ever seen in real-time video game footage. But what about Batman Dark Tomorrow? Oh, I have that up there in my shelf. That's a piece of shit. I was thinking, like, the other day, like, man, they should make another Batman anime, because, uh, when the Dark Knight... Yeah, the Dark Knight was coming out, the 2008 movie. They were... They had this, like, anthology series by different anime directors. Kind of like mm-hmm. the Animatrix, except it has no connection to the movies. And it's like, these, some of these are pretty awesome. Like, I would love to see a Batman anime, and I guess this is kind of the thing we're going to get now, sort of. Oh, Gotham by Gaslight. That's what it was. Gotham by Gaslight, yeah, I remember. I mean, yeah. in all honesty, I'm just kind of done with Batman. I don't yeah. care anymore. Like, I, don't think, I don't think people care about superheroes anymore either. No. Yeah, I, there's definitely some superhero fatigue. Yeah, it's it's like not it's not like mainstream yet, but it's settling. It's like well, it's like, it's, I, it's growing. I think the thing is, is it's it's standardized. Like, oh, another superhero movie's coming out next month. Whatevs, you know, it's not it's not an event really anymore. Right, like, well, Avengers just released their new trailer, and, like, I watched it, and I was like, I'm not any more excited about this movie than I was before. Literally, it didn't seem fun. It was just all action shots, and there's so many characters now, like, you know it's going to be a cluttered mess of storytelling, and there's, like, two jokes in it, and those are the two moments I enjoyed. And we've learned with Thor Ragnarok and um, the Guardians of the Galaxy that, like, Right now, that's what people want. They want more, like, comedic stuff than they want the mm-hmm. action. Yeah. And that's what I want. I just want a couple of superheroes hanging out. Like, if we can go back to where, like, the Avengers were, like, getting drunk trying to pick up the hammer and they made a whole movie <laughs> about that, I'd be so down. Yeah, that honestly that honestly was probably the best part of Age of Ultron and there was nothing else good about it. They literally released that and then everything else about that movie was kind of lame. Yeah. yeah I, I... And, Age of Ultron wasn't really an age. It was like a weekend of Ultron. And screw... <laughs> screw, uh, weekend of Ultrons. screw Ultron. Now we get to fight Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I thought, like, uh, that... Uh, what's the purple guy's name again? Oh, uh, Galactus... No. <laughs> what's his name? You know, the guy's name. Help me out here. What's that guy's name? The big guy. Thanos? Thanos, that's his name. Yes, Thanos, the hand of fate. I didn't know you were fucking talking about Thanos. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. I mean, I like how, for some reason, there was that one shot where it's like them running towards the camera and like a billion different people we've never seen there. You know, I'm, you know what I what we need is like the Kingsman church fight scene, but with a bunch of superheroes and it's just complete fucking madness. That'd be great. I really just wish they'd start doing more crazy shit, like, straight up. I feel up. like that's what they're trying to do now, like, uh, Thor, Ragnarok. That was more... That basically said, you know what, fuck all the Thor movies. Let's just go... Some, let's do something stupid. I No, I get that, but, like, I mean, like, stu- like stupid anime bullshit. Like, the stuff that fucking uh, Mike and Mike and Jay hate, where, where things get really fucking crazy and they can't have any fun, like... This just isn't realistic. It's taking no. a movie. They love schlock, you know. They liked uh, that one uh, X Men Apocalypse movie, you know. They they don't like like action schlock though. Like hmm. it, it apparently takes them out of the movie, and they're just two serious film critics. So it's like, nah. I mean, I don't. I'm not. I don't say I don't hate Mike and Jay, but like I'm definitely becoming desensitized and disenchanted with their critiques because they just kind of get 
a little too uppity in my opinion, but oh. then again, you know, I am a pretentious uh, animation student, so you know. Yeah, go who, start fights with our... the real loser here. Why don't Me. you go start fights with our guest again, Hong Kong? Listen, <laughs> Ian, Ian, I, you know I had to do it to him. Yeah. I saw oh, my last arms on the sidewalk. Someone in the, the chat said we should get H-Bomber guy to be on the oh, podcast. I, I, I love that guy. Who that? H-Bomber. Sounds familiar. He's uh, cool. I mean, if you guys want, I mean, I hate, like, making, if you guys want guests on the podcast they'd probably be more inclined if you politely suggested it don't like go like get on the podcast but if you like say hey you guys should check out this podcast and guest star on it they'd probably be more inclined because sometimes i don't get sometimes people don't respond to me and i'm usually the one who like has to contact and usually gets like the bigger guests and i get like the more online people Not i get the porn people. stars yeah, oh, yeah. Izzy, Izzy gets porn stars for some reason, she knows a lot of porn stars. I don't know how. I'm kind of a little jealous, but you know, um, this is a little yeah. tease. Um, but it's not a hundred percent confirmed yet. There's no date yet. But I emailed Psychic Pebbles, and he expressed interest. So mm-hmm. that'll be interesting. Okay. Psychic yeah. Pebbles is uh, an animator. He was on a sleepy cabin he did a lot of uh, other stuff for john tron he's a really cool dude i really love okay. this uh are we allowed to talk about frederator on here pan i don't know I don't maybe what, what you gonna say so my favorite thing about psychic pebbles is that him and the sleepy cabin guys got on um the like live podcast show that frederator had for a little bit with Cade and this annoying guy and um rude and the, 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 they basically were just kind of trolling them the entire time. And they kept talking about how Psychic Pebbles and Oni and them are all really obsessed with Jimmy Neutron. And how it's the greatest show ever. And, like, uh, the Frederator dudes weren't, like, keen on the, the, the sarcasm. And so they legitimately were talking about how much they love, you know, Jimmy Neutron to kind of, like, bridge that gap and become friends. But uh, and then even at a certain point, I think they muted their mics. <laughs> oh... Uh, but yeah, search Sleepy Cabin and then like uh, Cartoon Hangover, and it's it's a very enjoyable like half an hour. Ruh-ro. Um We here at Pizza Party Podcast do not agree with the views of Sleepy Cabin. <laughs> Please don't kill yeah. us, Frederator. Frederator holds a gun up yeah. my head. No. If we want to burn any bridges, I just want to say that I had some Burger King for the first time yesterday in forever, and it's like, wow, this tastes like shit. I can't believe you said say that's gonna burn bridges. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, damn, this is like I, it's been so long since I've had Burger King. It's like this Speaking, is awful. Burger King does not endorse the Pizza Party podcast, as far as we know. You know, you never know what plays behind the, the behind the videos. You have, ads. you have sponsors. You have hidden sponsors, Pan, because it's illegal we, for you to have those without disclosing them. Uh-oh. I was, I was gonna you say. Know. I was going to say, you should see if Blue Apron will sponsor us because I want money. (laughs) Whoa, yeah. This podcast is not sponsored by Blue Apron yet, but it could be. I like money. I really want like Pizza Hut or something since we're a Pizza Party podcast. Yeah. Fun fun story about. No, we'll probably get Domino's. No, fun story about Pizza Hut since people keep bringing up Pizza Hut in the chat. Um, when I was, uh, I got um, some garlic knots from Pizza Hut because it just was a, like a deal. And I was like, okay, why not? And they arrived and they did not have garlic nor marinara sauce with it. So they were oh, just like cheese bread, essentially. No, fuck's the point. And I mean, I wasn't oh, mad because yeah. it's like, because it was like, you know, 
I'm not going to get mad over uh, a, a fucking like side of pizza because I know how customer service is. So I call yeah. and I'm like, yeah, um, my garlic didn't. Oh, wait. No, I think actually I typed online. I said my garlic knots did not come with garlic or marinara sauce. I am so infuriated right now as a joke. So just to see if I could get something for free, and they gave me a large free pizza coupon, and I basically Sweet. got a free pizza. Nice. Oh boy. Yeah. Here, here's some bullshit though. So, um, Papa John's, like, and I don't know Papa John's, but when Papa John's gives you a free pizza coupon out of, um, you know, customer service, you still have to pay the delivery charge. But Pizza Hut doesn't. Shit. So score one for Pizza Hut. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> Well, also, my favorite thing is that, like, um, I think it was Domino's that, like, said something about changing their policies because of, like, uh, sales being down or something. But, like, hmm. Papa John's, on the other hand, blamed um, black people for kneeling. That's, that's what you get for kneeling before Zod. <laughs> no, apparently, uh, during that time where, like, people were kneeling instead of doing the traditional um, national anthem thing, uh, apparently that made pizza sales go down. Oh, no! My pizza sales! They stole that guy's pizza sales! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Dr. Connor's class. Let's talk about um, the uh, Yo Noi 2 game and how great that was for what Oh, it... shit, I haven't played that yet, but that I looks great. I commissioned a pixel um, gif from uh, uh, God, let me look up his Twitter handle because he deserves a shout-out. He's a good boy. Certified good boy TM. Um... <sighs> I commissioned a uh, gif of uh, his character, you know, getting wrapped because you know me, oh. and he did it. He did it very well, very quickly. Um, his name is on Twitter is Sneet Twenty Nine. He's a great artist. Please go give him some love if you want to commission somebody. Go commission him. He's good. He's very good. And he did artwork for Yo Noi Two. Yo Noi Two. He's very Those... talented. For those unfamiliar, Yo Noid 2 is a fan-made sequel to the NES game Yo Noid, but instead of it being a 2D platformer, it's a Super Mario-esque, like Super Mario 64-esque platformer that's got like really low poly graphics, but <laughs> it's surprisingly fun. Yeah, I've been meaning to play it, but I love that pixelated uh, uh, CGI PS1 graphic style. So you basically know. low poly. Uh... Yeah. Hey, um, Geocentric says, hey, Nolan, talk about your art commission of Max G. Oh, yeah, I commissioned Hot Diggity Demon to draw himself wrapped, and I thought it was funny. Mm. But, yeah, um, back on Yonoi 2, um, I really I really love low-poly games, especially PS2, I mean PlayStation, because uh, my friend Elvis uh, told me a lot about how the PS1's architecture was made, and he described it as being made with toothpicks and glue, essentially. <laughs> Basically, this was since this was their first console. Um, a lot of the way they did 3D was very unorthodox, but since they had discs, it was like cheap to make and like easy, and it could still do t 2D games really well. So they were mostly 2D games until developers were like, "Oh, so that's how you do 3D." Yeah, but a lot of the textures were um, like were like flickered a lot, um, etc. Yeah, it felt like your the PS1 was about to burst whenever there was a 3D polygon on screen. Yeah, um, I think, okay, so let's talk about the best-looking PS1 game, and I my vote's on Silent Hill. Crash Bandicoot series, because you should look up the Boundary Break video where they show how the camera hides everything that's not on screen, and they just take full advantage of what the PlayStation 1 is capable of, because Crash Bandicoot still looks amazing on for PS1. I think the art direction is really good, but another, like, technically impressive game is Spyro. That game, mm. uh... 
the way they program that game, uh, you know, you, instead of like having uh, far off like polygons, like it, um, they usually just uh, would like render fog. So like that was the draw distance. But Spyro managed to program a way for polygons to be rendered very low in the distance, so that you could like it looked like you were traveling across big vistas. So, yeah. I think I, Spyro might have been the game that pioneered that. I'm not entirely sure. P- possibly, but yeah, the idea that like l- things that are far away have a low polygon model until you get, get up close to them, then there's the more detailed model. Yeah, games still do that today. Yeah. Here's the thing. You're both wrong about well, which game looks the best. Um, it's obviously uh, uh, Abe's Odyssey, Oddworld. Uh, have you seen that, that is, game that is a good point but yeah uses a <laughs> that's lot of, pre-rendered yeah pre-rendered doesn't count it has to be like it does to count oh, no there is okay. no prerequisite about like what it is only 3d oriented okay. you did not specify you said what is the best okay. looking ps1 game oh. you are right but in my head i was thinking i mean that's a cop-out but i was thinking in my head um hmm. fucking uh 3d models not yeah I was thinking like 3D models and not pre-rendered stuff because then we could say Final Fantasy VII or IX because those pre-rendered backgrounds look fucking amazing. Well, I mean, I assumed at least my like idea was the whole game as a whole. So gameplay, cutscenes, and everything was kind of like taken into account. Uh, so like something like you know Final Fantasy VII, which has really great pre-rendered cutscenes, but the actual gameplay looks like shit. You know, it's one of those. Oh, the backgrounds look great, but the the that cloud strife uh, character overworld thing with those giant arms. Those are endearing. Then, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Those like, Popeye I, arms. I think right now we're in this, like, renaissance of, like, people really loving pixel art. But, like, give it, like, five years. I'm kind of expecting this, like, low-poly love. And you can even see it now with, like, they're making toys of low-poly figures. Like, you can get yeah. the uh, Jet Set Radio guy. What? Yeah. You can get him low-poly as a figure, and it's amazing. <laughs> Jetsit radio low poly figure. I think Cam. I think Pan. I was trying to say Pam came. Ah fuck! I was trying to say Pan came, but oh my I God. combined the words into Cam. Oh um, no! If we're still going by, if we're still going by um, Izzy's, uh, I still vote Silent Hill because the pre-rendered the pre-rendered cutscenes look great. They don't look they they look obviously PS one, but they don't look uncanny valley terrible like a fucking mm-hmm. Tekken does where. The guy throws the dude off a volcano and then it slowly zooms in on his face and he just slowly smirks and you can tell it's keyed very poorly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) However, um, you could also say that, like, Silent Hill, just in general, is a really smart lead. Like, it's made very smartly. Yeah, totally. Um, They were like, oh, man, we have to deal with uh, this um, low rendering. And then it's like, wait, why don't we just use that yeah and like they built the game around it and made it even more scary by just like you know taking away what you can see which is just really cool yeah and then silent hill 2 once it jumped to the ps2 they just added on effects to it essentially which looks (laughs) really good um one thing one thing i really like is how many layers of fog there are i'm pretty sure it's either digital foundry or there are some videos around on uh youtube where you can find um them um like breaking down the uh uh, effects of Silent Hill 2 bit by bit but basically the log the fog is a lot of layers and they're so like strategically done where it actually looks like a dense like vicious fog it, it's so good I love Silent Hill 2 I would make love to it if I could 
there is two games on the PlayStation that I want to like make spe- like they're not necessarily best looking games, but they're two games that are very important to me. Um, the first one is Brain Dead Thirteen. Oh God! If you guys are fans of like Dragon's Lair and stuff like that, um, it's pretty great. It's a basically a horror version of well, not horror. It's a it's a Halloween themed version of that where a um, a computer repair guy goes in and fixes a mad scientist's computer, then insults him, and it's like one of the first like elements of like meta humor with him kind of being like, oh, I guess you're a scientist, huh? which is not something that happened a lot during that era. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mm-hmm. basically you're trying to escape the the mansion as an Igor that has a bunch of weapons for hands. And there's various things like a, um, a sports-themed Frankenstein's monster and Vivi, which is the hottest character in video <laughs> games, more or less, mm-hmm. which is just a big tit vampire. Uh-oh. It's trying to give you a haircut. Oh, boy. And, and then the, the other uh, game? The other game is... It's not again. It's really special to me, but it's uh, Digimon World, the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. um, it's just uh, it, like a lot of the sound effects is very nostalgic for me, and for whatever reason, all the characters are voiced by Izzy from the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's basically a Tamagotchi, but with a story mode. Yeah, well, they're the same company. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I mean, Digimon is just battle Tamagotchis, but like the game itself, it was before the show. Or, like, it came out during the same time, but, you know, obviously game production made it most beforehand. And so it, it, it follows a lot of the Tamagotchi rules where any of the Digimon could turn into anything based on how well you train it. And so you had to feed it. You had to walk your Digimon to the pooper. Like, it, <laughs> if it pooped without hitting a toilet three times, it turns into poop itself. What the fuck? Yeah. And, like, the whole game is about you exploring File Island and trying to bring back the Digimon back to the city. And as you like recruit new members, the city actually grows and people open up establishments and such. Hmm. Um, it's, it's just a very, it, it's not like a good game. I could recommend it to many people, but like the nostalgia factor for me, it's like my Ocarina of time. Huh, that, that, uh, okay. The way you describe it, I think they could, they should bring that back. Cause it kind of sounds like one of those, uh, uh, town maker game app games in a way, somewhat, like, kind of, um, but like how you recruit at the Digimon, it ranged from either like beating them in a battle to playing like a mini game to there's one where you talk to a ghost, Bakuman, and like if you answer his questions correctly, he just you can't understand him, so you're just like vaguely answering yes or no to these these gibberish. He will Bakuman. just walk away and then just like Bakuman joined the city and he just kind of he just guards the city at night. Wait, wasn't there a show called Bakuman already? Hang on. Oh, that came out after. Baku, uh, Bakuman. It's like, it basically means stupid monster. Yeah, wasn't it like some marble thing? Bakuman? That Baku, I, I know Bakuman. Oh, no, you're talking about Battle uh, Battle Bakuman. No, uh, Battle Beatamon? And I swear there was one. Yeah, Bakuman. It's literally how it said Bakuman. I don't know, but that was one of those things I would air on Cartoon Network at 6 a.m. Nobody cared. Uh, there's There was one with marbles. Battle yeah. Beatamon, I think it was called. Beatamon, that's what it was. Yeah, and it has the best theme song. Just listen to it. It's so fucking good. I'll look it up later. <laughs> There's like, it's four different like music genres in like 30 seconds. It's ridiculous, Whoa. but I really, really like it. Victory or disaster. Only the best can be called 
One Pokemon, well, or Digimon knockoff that never took off that I remember. Uh, does anyone remember the GameCube video game Amazing Island? Um, okay, no. Vaguely. Okay, ba basically, like, there was, you, you could create your own creature. Like, they would give you a skeleton rig, and you would draw the creature out, like, the outline of it, and you change the depth and add, like, wings or random objects, horns and stuff. And it was like, this is pretty cool. And then the actual game is nothing but just a, a generic mini game collection. It's like, oh, well, what's the point? And then there's another game that's similar to that called a Graffiti Kingdom, which has like a 15-minute a long intro cutscene that you cannot skip. And once you finally get to the fucking game, it's like, that. that's what I wanted. Like, uh, look up Graffiti Kingdom on PS2. That's a good uh, character creator thing, because I was thinking like... There needs to be a game where you can create your own character, but it goes into so much depth like that, you know? Like, speaking sport. of that, there are a lot of, like, um, there are a lot of uh, Korean um, MMOs that have, like, in-depth character creators. Like, hmm. I remember seeing footage of one where you could, like, basically change the model, like, any way you wanted with a bunch of sliders. Yeah. And it was super in-depth. What if Loki IRL was a video game and you could create your own cartoon and you'd play as that cartoon? Oh, you could try to do the... If it was like a, I don't know how it would work in 3D, but if you ever did like the Draw the Life game, where you could mm -hmm. draw your main character mm. you play as, it was on the, yeah, the something DS. Like that. I was, I don't know, because I, I was thinking of like something like that, where it's like, hey, or some some game that involves you just like creating your own OCs and everyone shares their OCs with each other. That'd be cool. Sonic Forces. <laughs> well, that, that's strictly I'd, Sonic OCs. I'd like a good game to go along with that OC yeah. character. Okay, <laughs> legitimately, if they like release a ten dollar version of Sonic Forces where you can just play as the OC in the um in the Green Hill Zone, yeah, it was like ten fifteen bucks. I would buy it. If it I was would... like retroactive and you could play all of Sonic Adventure one and two through it, that'd be cool too. No, I mean that'd what? be cool, but it wouldn't be twenty dollars. Honestly, well, the original idea for Sonic Forces that Sonic Team pitched was literally just you don't play a Sonic, you just play as the Avatar. That would have been so much better. Holy no, shit. Then, no, but then Sega was like, are you fucking serious? No one's going to buy that. And now <laughs> everybody's like saying the Avatar was the best part of the game. It really so, was. And then Sega like said, oh, you have to have classic Sonic. You have to have modern Sonic. Uh, and it's like, and it's like Sega just like tried listens to their fans so hard that they just completely miss the point. It, it's so dumb. I hate Sega. Yeah. So Sega and Sonic Team both are the most poorly mismanaged companies ever. Does, does Sega do anything besides Sonic games? Like they have so many IPs that they're just like, yeah, we're not going to touch this. The problem was with Sega was that. Um, Around the time they stopped making consoles, they were basically about to go into bankruptcy until Sammy bought them out. So Sammy became Sega Sammy Corporation, mm. and they stopped making consoles, uh, and they continued, They tried to sell their other IPs, and then uh, at that time, they just basically tried to finish off their projects, and then they focused solely on Sonic because Sonic was money. like... Huh? Yeah, Sonic makes money. Sonic and Football Manager are their two biggest IPs, and... Like, like there is internal people. There are people inside Sega who like we want to make other games, but Sega's like, but Sonic makes money, so yeah. 
And I don't and I don't think that's necessarily the fans' fault. I think the problem is that Sega is such a poorly managed company that you know, I, I could rant on forever about Sega. I hate mm. them. I, I, yeah. Like I know they're 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 well well EA is like a despicable like money grubbing piece of shit company. Sega is just completely inept. Hmm. Damn. Yeah, because like they they're just sitting on so many good IPs that that we'll be lucky if they show up in like some random crossover tennis game or whatever. <laughs> they um they were technically costumes in Sonic Forces. Oh yeah. They were. I mean, one that one IP they completely forgot about was a uh, Comic Zone, and that's a really cool one. That it's like, wow, this is this is such a cool idea, and it's fucking no, nothing's been done with this game since the freaking nineties. It's so yeah, sad. Yeah, that was a Genesis game. Yeah. Do you, like, do no, you know if no that was se- owned by Sega or just published? I th- uh, Sega and Sega Interactive Works or some weird option. STI, Sega. STI Sega Technical Institute. I think so. Yeah. Okay, because that's one of those things you have to kind of like also take into I consideration. Mean, they threw it in all the in all those like uh, Genesis collection stuff, you know. Yeah. So it's like, come on, do something with this. Oh, but uh, going back to Graffiti Kingdom, I'm looking it up online and I see people are still making stuff of Graffiti Kingdom, like they're making Rick or Garnet. And it's like, huh, there, there needs to be another game for maybe the Switch or something. Like, does the Switch have a touchpad? Yep. Kind of. Yeah, they, they gotta make, bring Graffiti Kingdom back to the Switch and just have you design your own characters. Like, that, that'd be so cool. Yeah, like, they kind of, they, it's not, I mean, I'm, sh- it doesn't come with a stylus, and I don't think you're supposed to actually use it, but you can, like, button press, like, it is touchscreen. I know mm-hmm. there's also some game on the PS4, some downloadable game called Draw Fighters or something, and it's like, oh, this is just like what I wanted, except it's garbage and it's not very good at all. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, so someday I'll buy the rights to Graffiti Kingdom and re-release it as Loki Iron the game where you can create your own OCs and play as them. I know this yeah. is like super, um, like, um, I don't know, counterproductive, but I really want a Sonic Adventure remake, but made it, make it good. <laughs> Well, d- define good, because how would you retool the entire game? Well, like, I really like the story, and I, I like, I wish more games would do the whole um, having multiple characters see different sides of the the, yeah. the main story. That's really, yeah. really cool. Like, Pulp and Fiction. I know that, like, I know people don't like Big the Cat, which I actually fucking love. I think Big the Cat's great. Um, I want him in, like, the ne- if they make another Sonic Mania, I just, I don't want him playable. I just want you to be running around Green Hill Zone, and there's like a small hidden section where you can see them fishing in the background. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. Like maybe I, you like have big in the background, and maybe you you have the option of joining him for fishing. You know, I I, I think the problem with Sonic Adventure was not the presence of those mini games, but the fact that they were mandatory in order to complete the game. I didn't mind it when I was younger, but maybe if I play it now, I'd be like, oh, do I have to? Well, the, the big issue now is that, like, Sonic Adventure is almost unplayable because they keep porting over a PC version of it, which, like, every time they re-release it, it's a port of a port of a port. Yeah. Oh. And so, like, it's getting more and more buggy as you go. Like, the whole falling through things and all that other stuff doesn't happen nearly as much if you actually boot up the old Dreamcast. Yeah. But whenever you play the, the GameCube or updated versions like on 360 those are always going to be buggy yeah, yeah, yeah. also when they ported to the ps3 they didn't even make it widescreen what the fuck yeah that's something that fucking ego raptor abused just to like ju- just to like be biased and say oh sonic is shit he kept abusing glitches from the 
like shitty ports and like, oh, man, this game is so bad. Oh, I'm so funny. <laughs> I'm hilarious. director. But um, back on topic, though, there have been people like some call me Johnny who want like a Sonic Adventure 3 or just at least another Sonic Adventure style game. <laughs> and on one hand, I, I like the boost gameplay a lot more because I think it's a lot um, more arcadey and fun. But on the other hand, like I'd, be, I'd welcome a th- another adventure game. But here's my beef. The, in this current state Sonic team is in, do you really want them to make it? Mm. That, that's that's just, that's what I'm saying. Just keep, Some, keep that in mind. So well, the, okay. Because let me, let me just say it like this. So we have Sonic Unleashed and Sonic Generations with Control Like a Dream. Then they made Sonic Lost World, which is fucking garbage. And then they made Sonic Horses, which is just another boost game. But instead of just recycling old code like they did most everything else, they recycled Sonic Lost World's code and modified it, and it's awful. So, make well, they also that. need they need to hire more than like two people working on the game, though. Well, no, not even that. It's like they need to hire competent people. The problem isn't just the people they hire to make the game. The problem is the management of Sega. Because there's no reason for Sonic Forces to be the way it is, especially now. Mm-hmm. Um, Sonic Forces was a game made four years um, for the engine and then two years for the actual game itself, if like code digging is to be believed. Some people think it's one year, but you know, whatever. So yeah. like we have a game that heavily relies on recycled concepts. The levels are shorter, are so short that the game can be beaten two hours. There's no reason for the game to be like this. And they only have like six environments. Like areas like Sonic Generations had nine. Other games had like nine also. This game only has like six or less and most and two of them are recycled. So like there's no excuse for Sonic Horses to be as bad as it is, and that can be um, put down to a terrible production cycle, a bad p- management pipeline, etc. They just need to restructure the whole Sonic team, all of Sega, but they won't do yeah. that. So well, the lead character designer, or not character designer, the lead, um, the, the stage designer had only worked on like a Sonic game or something. Like the entire team was like new and fresh, and there was only like three people. Well, um. The level, yeah, the level designers, two of them were newcomers, and then the third, the, the head led level designer was a uh, um, leftover from Lost World, which is a red fucking flag there. Um, but uh, also the reason, like I said, it is still management because the producer is Shun Nakamura, who directed Sonic 06, and he's somehow still around, <laughs> but he said um, in, in like a special TV interview, that they designed the level so you could blaze fat through them as fast as possible, which, while yes, that is sort of the point, that's like, you know, that's like the selling point. That's not the main point of Sonic stages. The main point of Sonic stages is to like weave through them, like a, like the levels will weave in and out of each other, and there will be multiple routes you can go through. And he just thinks you just press the button and you go. That's how that's how people like Sonic games, right? Oh. So they like yeah. keep bringing back people who don't know what the fuck they're doing. They have Takashi Izuka has been running Sonic Team for years, and it's a fucking disaster. God damn it! <laughs> they, yeah, I just don't know. I honestly, at this point, I just don't know what they can do to salvage 3D Sonic because we, yeah, we could have a Sonic Adventure three, but will it be any good? Like, not even <laughs> like. Not even from like, not even from like a design standpoint. Just flat out, will Sega be able to make a good game? Well, and then like on top of that, like if if Sega didn't do it, like if it wasn't Sonic Team, 
and they did another studio, it would probably end up being like Pac-Man World where, or 3 where like they'll hire the cheapest studio to make it oh. to, so that, that it's not big. That's not a big of a risk. You they know? already had that. It was called Sonic Boom. Oh, yeah. So, so, okay, let me just put this into perspective. Sega has let Sonic 06 level disasters happen twice. <laughs> no, come on. It's, okay, yeah, I guess Sonic Boom so- is that bad. Sonic 06, okay, people seem to think that Sonic has always has had more bad games than good, and that's, like, not true. He's had more polarizing games, I admit. Like, people argue that Unleashed isn't all that great, or Heroes. I like Unleashed. Ar- well, no, I know. I like it, too, but I'm saying you can argue. Like, there's, you can argue, like, if they're good games or not, and either way, you'd be justified. The only two flat-out ga- games that are flat-out, like, terrible, like, in the canon series, is Shadow and Sonic 06. The problem was that Shadow and Sonic 06 were so fucking awful, they literally changed the public perception of Sonic forever. Oh. Those two, what? if those two games hadn't exist, people would just be like, oh, Sonic's all right. You know, what if he's had make... some, you know, rocky games, but he's not bad. But no, because of Sonic 06 and Shadow, it ruined, like, Sonic. Just flat out ruined it. What if we make Shadow the Hedgehog 2? Somebody in chat said that, and I want to punch them and you. I mean, look, it, how how much worse can it be? What if we add, like, a cover mechanic or something terrible, make it even edgier? I don't know. I'm really curious if pan, if, uh, if no one's going to kill you, like, come out <laughs> through the screen and, like, stab you. Uh, no, I'll wait at MomoCon. Oh, boy. But, uh, you know what we got to make a Sonic, another Sonic game of is a Sonic Battle, the fighting game. Anyone remember on the Game Boy Advance? I Sonic hated Battle? Sonic Battle. Fuck that game. It I mean, it, good. it was super exploitable. Like, okay, you get a basic, like, punch and kick attacks, and also you'd have, like, a special attack, which is, like, I don't know, bomb, dash, or something. And, like, it's like Smash Brothers, where you, you kill a character once and they respawned. Well, if you do a special, they automatically block that special, so you would have to, like, do a different special. And then once you kill him with that, you just go back to the other special again, and it's the most exploitable fighting game mechanic ever. Someone also... Uh, Bit faces Sonic R needs a fucking remake. I think I think the concept yeah. of Sonic R needs a remake. I'd, why, why... Okay, literally, here's something Sega could do to make a shit ton of money. Hmm. Make like a Sonic game, a racing game where you, it's basically the boost gameplay since it's already pretty much a racing game. Make it multiplayer, have like leaderboards and shit. Yeah, that would be great. Like There's if you a... want, if you want the boost game to stick around, let's just have it be a racing game. That way, it can be linear, and then people won't complain. Yeah. But then also make a fucking Chow Garden app. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, please, a Chow Garden app. Like... like everybody was like, "Oh, I want the Chow Garden so bad," and I'm like, "No, I don't want it in a game." But if you make an app out of it, like. It could totally be a serviceable app, like basically, like maybe like take the Sonic Runners Adventure Met app and like you run through to get Chow collectibles and shit, and then you go race Chow Gardens, and then yeah. you like go through and like race them and shit, like that. That would, and then you could like slip in microtransactions, and people would totally buy it because they're stupid, and then boom, there you go. Yeah, people, people do like their uh, their uh, Chow Gardens. Like, yeah, but um. If you're looking for ah. something like a Sonic racer, uh, look up Mad Dash Racing on the original Xbox. It's like a mascot racing game. Running through the speed of sound. Sega, put me in charge of Sonic. Why yeah. Just do it. I know what to oh, do. If you beat the game Mad Dash Racing, you get to unlock Gex the Gecko. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Wow. 
What what yeah. a great what a great surprise. Yeah. Oh, you know, you know to to put in your argument, Nolan, about how you in Sega, the last time they put fans in front of a project, it sold really well. Sonic Team, hit me up. I, I'll I don't I obviously don't know much about programming and stuff, but I can be a good like <laughs> I can be a good like I can be a good series producer and be like, no, we need to make games like this. We need to do this and that. I could be the idea guy. Yeah. Yeah. Let me be the idea guy. I have good ideas for Sonic. That's literally like the in the creative field. You're like literally the worst person, Nolan. Not, not, not in, in that, but like the idea guy, the guy is like, I don't know how to actually make this, but I have great ideas is like the, the pinnacle of like what creatives hate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got, yeah, like, I I got an idea. Let's have, like, Kingsman, the church, the fight scene, the game. You know, we got to have a bunch of people on screen fighting each other. That's yeah, what we need listen, to do, Adam. Listen, Izzy, everybody already hates me, so. Oh, oh, oh no. Um, Wonder, Wonder D sa- Dean says, the first Sonic game Nolan produced would be the worst Sonic game. Thank you, Wonder Dean. I Whoa. appreciate it. Oh, how bad? <laughs> okay, it can't be any worse than Sonic Labyrinth on Game Gear. Oh man, you know what they need to do? Let's just release Sonic Extreme. Well, oh yeah. I don't know how much of that is completed, so I, I'm sure they would have released it by fan, now. Fans literally found the ROM for that, and they're already building off of it. So Whoa. that's awesome. I mean, like it looked really cool. Like that, that'd be really neat. You know, visually. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of jarring. Just like that fisheye lens, that'd be a little weird. To, All right, turn it down maybe. a little bit. You know, yep. like. No, here's here's something funny though. Chris Sen, who like headed Sonic Extreme, he later worked on another Sonic title. Guess what it was? What? Sonic Boom. Uh-huh. He's oh. responsible for two great Sonic disasters. Poor man. Oh. <laughs> like it's not well, his, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. But he was in the production of it. Sonic, damn, more like it. Man, yeah. you know how we keep talking about this stuff that we played when we were twelve. We could talk about a show that also has twelve. I'm good at segways. Oh. Hey Arnold, is that 12, right? twelve forever? Let's talk we about twelve forever. Talked about twelve forever. Not in this podcast. We just yeah, we did. Yeah, did we, we did. Yeah, friggin'. What is there to talk about? From... It, was, it was announced. It, it looks all right. That this is going to be good. I just uh, want to keep talking about Sonic because I hate it. You're right. You're right. We did talk about it. I totally blanked. I I forgot completely. We barely talked about it. I think we jumped right into problem solvers instead, which yeah. is kind of insulting towards 12 Forever. Geocentric says um, there are more bad Sonic games than good games, and I'm speaking purely from canonical games, not spinoffs, because then, yeah, there would totally be more worse ones. But oh. also, he wants us to talk about Coco, and me and Pan already made a video on it. Um, well, we, we, I, I might not even upload that video yet, so who knows, but let's give our brief thoughts. <laughs> wait, wait, let's, let's dissect that sentence okay. real quick. I might not even upload that video yet. So okay, <laughs> hang on. Basically, like, we recorded uh, a review of it, like we did with the fourth Powerpuff Girls review. You know, I got to edit it and stuff and, perf- yeah, you know, and I'm I, I like. I literally called, I literally just called Pan to talk about Momocon stuff. And then he's like, let's record a video. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I also got to do one for the Hey Arnold Jungle movie that I did with uh, my, my uh, Sinful Trash from the Let's Play channel. So I haven't seen the Jungle movie yet. I didn't realize it aired. From the creators of Finding Dory and Inside Out. You've got to get home by sunrise. Huh? I'm turning into a skeleton. You have to loosen up. <laughs> Disney Pixar's Coco Thanksgiving rated PG. 
Yeah, but brief thoughts on Coco. I thought I really loved it. Like, I felt the third act kind of was like, uh, we're doing this again. But overall, I really loved it. It gave me the feels, what I thought was never real. You know? Mm -hmm. Izzy, did you see it? Coco? No, I'm waiting for him to remove that uh, awful shirt. Um, then that's never going to happen. No, uh, they've already announced it. They said that they're removing um, the the winter short after December. Yay! And that <laughs> it was apparently it was only supposed to be in front of Coco for a limited during the holidays, oh, which man. sounds kind of like yeah, it was intentionally supposed to only be there temporarily. It and was not gonna, because of yeah, the backlash. It was going to air on TV on abc for the upcoming video top 10 worst of 2017 animation wise um <laughs> there was a segment where i talk about how coco was mistreated and i have like a hashtag kill olaf and it's like great now that hashtag makes no sense because it's not gonna be there anymore yeah no it'll still make sense because it's happened people know what it is okay yeah but for, for those you don't know there was a 21 minute short before coco of frozen called frozen i mean olaf's frozen adventure and it sucked but nolan really liked it for some stupid reason i, I didn't say i really liked it i just said i liked it better than coco ouch what okay listen you must understand i really don't like i really don't like pixar nor disney Oh, um, but I you monster! Was, what the fuck? Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody, everybody's gonna hate me anyway. Um, but no, I, I didn't say. Um, I didn't think Coco was bad. I just think it's really weak. I think it was impotent. It recycled a lot of Pixar storytelling tropes again and mm -hmm. again, multiple ones. I thought a lot of the characters, besides me, um, the skeleton guy like he travels with throughout most of the uh, movie were, were actually nice. And then everyone else was a sociopath, mm. which I can't say without getting into spoilers. And I don't want to spoil it for Izzy and cause a bias. So yeah. if anybody wants to know, send me an ask on Tumblr and I'll explain it there. <laughs> you're going to answer every individual person. No, just, just one person send me an ask and I'll just oh. answer one of them. Oh, you know, they're, they're going to ask you regardless, and they're not going to see the post. Oh, yeah, no, I know, I know. I know. But, you know, I, I follow say... you on Tumblr, so, like, I'm going to get spoiled regardless. Yeah. Well, I, I, no, I put it under a read more. I can do a read more, and I can, like, m make a spoiler tag. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not really that, like, interested yeah. in Coco. Like, I don't have a drive to go see it. Oh. Um, it just, I, I don't know, I like, it for whatever reason, it's just not catching me. Yeah, no, that, that, there's a good reason because it's shit. No, oh, no, it's not. Pan, you have a bias. You're you're Hispanic. So. Yeah, I suppose. Honest, honestly, not even the Hispanic thing aside. Like, I just don't get Day of the Dead. It doesn't have. It doesn't even have much to do with Day of the Dead. I don't know much about Day of the Dead either, but I got yeah. the movie. Nolan is the worst member confirmed. Yeah, we already we already went through this. So yeah, Nolan, but, do you uh, like Nolan? Do you like Illumination? Fuck no. Do you want to talk about the other pilots on Cartoon Network? Yes, please. Been waiting. All right, Summer Camp is land. We already Wait, talked about that. Shit. I mean, hang on, hang on. Uh, Craig of the Creek. That's what I was <laughs> what I meant to say. Craig of the Creek. I don't like I don't like Craig of the Creek either. You don't like it? What's wrong oh with you? No, I'm literally God. worst person on the podcast. Yeah, I, I don't care. Um, but I, 
it's literally Clarence again, but this time it's uh, with a black family, and then it's going to be loved by automatically everyone just for the skin color. So. I, actually, I'm on Tumblr, and there's a lot of people on Tumblr who hate on it for various reasons already. Really? I don't. I don't think it's bad or anything. I just think it's obviously like. I don't. I just think it's very obviously pandering, like super I, obvious pandering. I feel it's more a, a bit of recess, it, and it's sort of its own thing, like an in between of recess and Clarence. I was gonna say it was. So I got like a. I, I got an Ed Ed Nettie vibe from it, like yeah. just kind of that, like you know, exploring the suburbs. I think it's really endearing, and I don't think it's pandering to have a black character. By yeah, default. no. Nolan, what are our cartoons no longer allowed to have black characters anymore, huh? Well, when it's created by two white guys, you know, I can't only I can't help but be suspicious. Todd McFarlane created Spawn and he's black. What? Todd Mc <laughs> Spawn's black. I, I'm 90 percent sure your pants I, like sundowning right now. For, <laughs> no, for some reason, my brain like shut off for a second and I thought you said Seth McFarlane. Oh, no. And for some reason, no, and for some reason, I thought just like. Um, legal immigrant cartoon he made, and I was like, "You're not about to use that as a Wait, good example, are you?" What? No. You don't remember that cartoon Seth MacFarlane made that was super racist, and it was about people at the border. You mean Family Guy? No. 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 There was no, no. You're talking about On the Border. It's on Netflix right now, oh, well, and it's not by Seth MacFarlane. Border Town. Border Town was by Seth MacFarlane. No, he was produced, but he had no creative involvement. Yeah. He just said, "Here's money." Do oh, okay, okay. Well, then I was incorrect. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, it's safe to like get that yeah. in complete because like, how so, they advertised it was like from people that worked on I mean, Family Guy. I mean, Nolan, Nolan, uh, Craig McCracken's a dude and he made a, a show about little girls. Is he pandering to little girls by making a show about little girls, even though he himself is not a little girl? No, the creative, the creative intent is uh, that he wanted to create a like a superhero parody and he thought it would be funny if it was a bunch of little girls okay so again you... i don't have a problem with like a black a, like a black leading cartoon the only pro the only thing is that i just feel i just am worried i'm suspicious because especially <laughs> with news recently i don't trust anybody anymore in the animation no. industry i always think there's some fucking ulterior motive there's like there's like a fucking flow chart and they're like hmm, maybe our cartoon will sell better if we have a black person in it. Okay, okay, okay. Devil's advocate here. Be devil's uh, advocate. Go ahead. Okay, so in the the show itself, the fact that the family's black is literally not brought up in the pilot whatsoever. Okay. It, the, the, the the only thing that the, like shows they're black is their skin tone and the voice actors. Um so if they mar chose by marketing to include a character of black uh, descent a character of black. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I'm, I'm like thinking my argument is speaking, and I'm really bad at it. Um, is it really that bad if someone gets more representation out of it, even if the the, the reason it was done was malice? Like it, it's like it's like when people complain about people donating to charities for like tax write offs or uh, to make them like announcing it as a bad person. The charities still get the good deeds. So if, if it's a couple I, of guys, you know, making themselves feel more progressive than they actually are, then fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I see your point, but honestly, I still think that's really scummy because it's still just exploitive by practice. Like, oh, okay. So we can never make a black character as a star. Like Todd McFarlane was an asshole for making Spawn I'm not black. Saying, I'm not saying that. No. Yes, you are. Like, what, like, what do you got against Todd McFarlane? My... What? Todd McFarlane made Spawn. Spawn is black, you know, and Todd McFarlane is the whitest man ever. I don't, like I said, I don't have a problem with a black lady 
cartoon at all. Like, you yeah. know, I like I like Static Shock as a cartoon. Yeah. Like, are there any more? I like Fillmore. I like but, Fillmore. I think Fillmore is funny. I like the Fillmore. To clarify, Static Shock was made by Dwayne, the late Dwayne McDuffie. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like I don't like Static Shock's visual style because it's like when digital compositing was a thing. Like it looks <laughs> hey, the second season got better. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to say. I'm not trying to say that. Let's well, like, keep backpedaling. He's gonna fall off the cliff. I'm not backpedaling. Oh my god. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to speak on behalf of anybody. It's literally just my opinion. <laughs> Well, you know, we're, we're expressing our opinion about yours, yeah, you know. Yeah, you're fine. You can. I'm not yeah. saying, if you're going to say, if you're trying to say something, I'm just going to explain my point yeah, of view. Like, but totally. now, have you watched the short yet? Or the, the pilot? Yeah, I have. And honestly, it didn't seem all too impressive I, to me. I thought it was just, but... eh, you know, it was it was fun. But it's like, I feel like I've seen it before, you know. I don't really feel like this needs to be a show. Again, I don't have, I'm them being black is a problem. I just... I just, I just am paranoid now with the animation industry. Like, yeah. Pan, Pan, you've said before how, like, you know, you're, you've been feeling bad about it. I feel exactly the same way. I'm just frustrated and worried, and I always worry there's an ulterior motive to everything. Now I'm yeah. worried that somebody's going to be doing this for reasons that aren't like that. For like, oh, this will make me look better. Oh, this will get more views. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't have a problem with a black leading show at all, etc. You know. It, that's just my point of view. Yeah. People are calling me racist. You know that. If you think that, that's fine. Whatever. The mix race to Witch Mountain. That's my that's my point of view. What about the jellies? You like the jellies? It's got uh, Tyler I the Creator. I haven't seen much of it, but I like Tyler the Creator. He's really funny. Yeah, I haven't seen I, this yet. I want to draw some. I want to draw some fan art of the jellies and say, "Here, Tyler the Creator, notice me. You like cartoons. I like cartoons. We could be cool." Jason, oh, I don't like JJ the art style on this. Jason JJ one seven says, "Nolan, do you think OKK okay, to whites or Steven Universe panders to Jews?" Well, Stephen was never. What the yes, fuck? Stephen was never confirmed to be Jewish, and no. you basically shot yourself in the foot there, buddy. No. Uh, but yeah. No. The, the only thing that like. The only reason why people do the Stevens Jewish is because the Steven Junis verse things that like eight animators made the same joke. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, somebody's yeah. trying to bring up a false equivalence. Like Enjq created a show with an alien character when he's an Earthling. <laughs> Shit, I, start, oh, I, I can't started. That. Oh yeah, I'm worried about tokenism. Like somebody brought up tokenism. That's what I'm worried about. I'm I'm trying mm. to explain my point of view here. I'm going to be called racist anyway, but whatever. Yeah, you, you dig yourself deep in this one, you know? No, I didn't. Yeah. Dig it, dig it up a hole, dig it. Dig it up a hole, dig it. <laughs> but to actually talk about Greg in the Creek, or Greg of the Creek, um, I'm a little bit scared about the RPG references being a little too, um, like, I, I feel like it's going to wear its welcome pretty quickly. So I, I'm wondering what they're going to do about that. Digging up guys? a hole, digging. You oh, got to go dig these holes with broken hands and with its souls mm-hmm. emancipated. All you know, you got to go dig these holes. Two suits, two tokens in hand. I got no respect because I'm the new man. Got my shovel, shoes full of sand, check it out. The tag, the names came in. Digging up a hole, digging. You done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Have you guys seen the intro to Big City Greens, the Disney Channel show? Oh, yeah, you linked that to me, and I was like, okay, the full episode's going to start. It's like, no, it's just the intro, and I was like, fuck. Yep, it's people going to the city. Yeah, That's the new it's, pilot. Uh, it's show ran by, like, two people that worked on Heart Geeks. Oh, sad. Not really much to go off of yet, but... Yeah, they're yellow. Not in a racist way. But there was another pilot that came out from Cartoon Network. It was called Tigglewinks. And I feel this was the best one because it was just like, you know, let's get fucking nuts. Let's go aggressive. It's just like this kid and this cat and they got to go solve mysteries. And it's like, it's kind of like Uncle Grandpa, except the it's less random. And the jokes make more sense. The randomness makes more sense. It's like exaggerating simple things. Like, let's say someone gives a high five. The high five slams the other hand and it goes rocketing around the earth you know what i mean it's just fucking nuts and i love it tiggle winks that's what it's called he didn't link me to this one. Oh, too bad well i thought it was funny <laughs> pan pan go pan always every podcast hey guys watch this um pan you didn't link half of the things you wanted us to watch oh that's yeah. fine whatever yeah <laughs> watch me nay nay but yeah here i'll, I'll type it in for y'all tiggle I'm, winks. I'm, I'm watching it now yeah so we can talk about it, it. That was the best short, but overall, you know, Summer Camp Island, I hate that more than life itself. Uh, Craig of the Creek, I thought it's okay, but it's not really, I don't feel it's anything special that separates itself from anything else, really. Same. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, like... And you were entitled to that opinion, just like anybody else is. I feel like it's too soon. I don't, no, 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 it's like... That's, no, such that's a weird. Towards, that's towards the chat for trying to like be sassy with me. I feel oh, like it's too so soon like, after I, Clarence. I, I don't know, like, well, that, why that was such a response to me being oh, like, "Hey, I like it." That was just weird. Oh, uh, the dog! The dog's barking because I'm a racist. I said apparently. Oh. Damn. This uh, Tiggle Winks looks like it's like um, from that Mad TV show. Oh. Some of the character designs. Kinda, yeah. Ooh, Honey Sirachi says, Infinity Train, I think, got picked up. I found it in some article. If you can find that article, I want to see that. I mean, I've heard rumors that it's going to come back as a miniseries, but who knows? We'll see. I, would, I think that fits uh, Infinity Train best. Like, I wouldn't, I don't think it would really work as a TV show as much as a, like, a 10-part miniseries, like, uh, Over the Garden Wall. But uh, you guys want to get into the questions? Sure. Mm-hmm. Digging up a hole, digging. All right, questions. If anybody has a question, be sure to post your comment, your question in the YouTube comments of this YouTube video, or join us in the stream and start out with the word question so it's easier to find. And uh, our first question, let's let's go to the, oh, let's go to the chat. Uh, Jason JJ 17 you heard about that Adult Swim Junior rumor? Basically, uh, Adult Swim has like these promos mid-commercials saying, hey, Adult Swim Junior, coming 2018. And personally, I think it's just like a joke. I don't believe it's a thing. Yeah. I, I, I think it would be for their April Fools. Ooh, yeah, maybe. And they're just showing like preschool shows at 6 a.m. No, no, like preschool shows, episodes of their own shows. Like they just like make them shorts or something. They, they play Summer <laughs> Camp Island and are like, oh no, I'm 
tween years old and I got in my PJs and I'm my artist is a hipster. Oh no. Here's one from a two sister free fry two why does no one still have a beard? I have to shave my beard for work. I work at a restaurant and they don't allow beards, but otherwise I would grow one out. Oh. If I could. Let's see. Oh yeah. Um so like me, Nolan and Pan cameoed in Jim's most recent review Kigasia. And like the half the comments are like, I was expecting Nolan to be more hairy based off how Pan draws him. I'm not people, either say, people either say I'm cute or they say I look ugly or fat, fatter than they thought I would look. Or Basically, most of the time, people's expectations are completely ruined by how I look. Oh, yeah. Hey, P- uh, Pan, how come you draw Nolan like an ape? I don't know. Yeah. How come I look like a gorilla? That's a little racist, don't you think? Yeah, that, you're white. It's not racist. What if I was, what if I was black? Huh? I don't know. What, would you... what, what if? <laughs> You know, oh, so what are are you the real racist? I'm here? watching Teen Titans Go, and Raven just broke into someone's home with a crowbar. What the fuck? Don't dodge the question, man. Wait, are you watching Teen Titans Go during the podcast? Is that how little you care oh, about? I this? just have I don't know. I, the TV was on. I'm, I looked behind me. It's like he's trying to support fuck? Zach. Yeah, you know, oh, I gotta support true. Zach. You know, he worked hard on uh, animating Raven b- busting open a, a house with a crowbar. Yeah. Isn't he a storyboard artist? Yeah. Hey, next question. Jar Martinez says, <laughs> question, what was your guy's first YouTube video you ever watched? Mine was looking up Lego videos with stop motion and a video called It's Not Easy Being Green with Lego Yoda. What was your guys' first YouTube video? How am I supposed to remember I can that? remember. Super Smash Bros. Um, by the Big Zeep, I think, where they go, oh, man, Smash Bros. going to be sweet. Yeah, here you go. Boy, is Pete. Damn, I love that video. Like that's basically Kickassia done right. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um, I'll link to that video below. I love that video. I think the first YouTube video I watched, maybe like the oldest one I can think of, is is like teenage girl asking the viewer to go to prom with her, but she's singing it like death metal ish, <laughs> like her screamo. Yeah. And then, like, her grandmother pops up in the background and, like, kind of dances as she's, like, she's doing it to a song or something. And then just the part was like, no, stop, you're ruining it. <laughs> it's like, sweetheart, it was ruined before oh, she got into the frame. But the, the first YouTube video I ever saw, I remember I was on the forums to, I think, IGN or, or no, GameFAQs. It was a white website. Or maybe GameStop. But essentially, I was looking up the video game to Bubble Bo, Bo, Bubble Bo. If anyone remembers that anime, it was fucking nuts. But, mm-hmm. uh... I love Bubble Bo. Someone posted, like, saying, anyone have a link to the theme song? It's really cool. And this was 2006. And I was like, Here, here's this website that uploaded it, YouTube. And I was like, YouTube? Is this a porn site? This doesn't look right. YouTube. Something... There was something oddly sexual sounding about YouTube. I don't know. YouTube can join in too. Just pay thirteen ninety nine. Yeah. Uh. All right. Next question. Um. Hmm. Apparently, I should talk about Beast, Beast Wars. Wars. What about Beast Wars? Nothing. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Remember Next there was question. a Beast Beast Wars sixty four game that was a blockbuster exclusive. Oh. Uh, you're talking about the uh, Trans Metals yeah. game, where it was a fighting game, and it wasn't N64 exclusive. It was exclusive to yeah. Blockbuster. Oh, I mean, yeah, exclusive to Blockbuster. That's um, why I could never find that Hollywood video. Yeah, and uh, it was it was kind of cool because, like, on the uh, PlayStation version, 
they replaced some of the characters with other characters. So like Silverbolt, my favorite character from Beast Wars, was in the PlayStation one, but I've only ever played the N64. Hang on, a uh, question. Cuddly Donkey one says, question, bid me announce they'll be shutting down. What are your thoughts on the future of video platforms as a whole? Fuck. <laughs> Damn, that sucks. YouTube forever and ever. VidMe was going to be like, yeah, we're the new YouTube. We're the next generation. We're going to give creators better better care for their work. And then they are now shut down. Like, did you guys have any hope in VidMe? Because all the YouTube big YouTubers were switching over to it, but I guess it didn't work. I legitimately, this is the first time I've heard of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess. I, didn't th- I, didn't, I, didn't, I thought it would at least, like, exist, but be like a hippie thing. But no, apparently not. Uh, rip in peace, VidMe. But you guys remember Rebber? That's what uh, Screw Attack and that guy with the glasses <laughs> used for... In the, the, remember Blip? <laughs> Blip came after, but Rebber was where, like, the alternate YouTube started. It was like... Well, you upload a video and then you get to wait like two days because somebody, a real person has to manually check it to see if it's like your own video and then you get to, you put it online and then you monetize it. It was a different time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> one, one last question, Izzy. Pick out a question. We both picked out one. Um, I technically did the Beast Wars one, but uh, why do that you think Venture? Okay, true. Uh, why do you think Venture Brothers is less popular than Rick and Morty? Also, is Pan going to show his face at mm-hmm. Momocon? Probably. That's a good question. Maybe. Why is yeah? I, I feel uh, Venture Brothers was ahead of it. Ahead of it is ahead of its time because it's like it, it was like a comedy cartoon with a plot and everything on Adult Swim, and it's like that predates Rick and Morty and tons <laughs> of these cartoons that were doing like plot lines and comedies. So it, I thought, hmm, why? I think I think. I think just with the digital age where people can share shit much more easily, yeah. like it didn't really pick up until the um, mid 2010s where digital things became more popular. Like companies had Facebooks and stuff, but then they started branching out to more websites and things became terrible a lot easier. Yeah. And like, yeah, but venture brothers had too much of a gap between hiatuses. Yeah. yeah well, cause that happens when you only have like two people working on the whole show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that and also Rick and Morty has a ton of merchandise in between that people can eat up and memes hmm. and shit. Venture Brothers has merchandise. Venture Brothers has like figures and like shirts and stuff. Well, comics. Like Rick and Morty has comics too. Oh, like, so yeah. Actually, like other stories people can read and they also have shorts and like behind the scenes shit and like DVDs are more advertised. Obviously, Venture Brothers probably has DVDs, but. But I would also like to say that, like, Venture Brothers is a much more complex show. Yeah. Like, I think you have to have high, high HQ. Oh, man. Got him. But no, like, Venture Brothers, there's a lot more established history. And, like, um, it, you can't just, like, start at any time, like, Rick and Morty, while the third season had more of a plot, which didn't really work out for them. Let's not do that mm-hmm. again, please. Um, and then, yeah, and then they splat outside. Yeah, we're just going to go back to season just one. Just like South Park. <laughs> Uh, but that's just Dan Harmon style. Uh, I'll experiment. No, let's just go back to the original. And then two episodes into season four, it's going to be like season one. And the rest of it, it's going to go completely like left hand if it's anything like community. Uh, but no, like Adventure Brothers, it's just so much oh, like you, you kind of have to like go back and start from scratch from number one. So um, it's just very intensive and uh, it's not hard to follow, especially now that you can just like, you know, go and watch them anywhere pretty much and just like binge watch mm-hmm. it. Um, but it's definitely a show that builds off itself. And even with it had like a week, like fourth season, um, the season five and six got so much better because of mm-hmm. it, you know? 
Um, like even even when it like doesn't land, it still laid down some groundwork that's going to like pay off later. Yeah, I guess that makes sense because it's like, yeah, that's kind of a hard show to get into. You can't just jump into any episode like Rick and Morty can. Plus, also like Rick and Morty is so much newer. Like, there's only three seasons. Like, Vanillas has six. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, but I guess, yeah, but I guess it makes sense to call uh, Venture Brothers ahead of its time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I fucking love Venture Brothers. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's one of my favorites. Um, like, I actually went as uh, Henchman 21 <laughs> one year for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, it was oh, really man. cool. Um, um, speaking <laughs> of things that were ahead of its time, uh, Symbionic Titan. Yeah. There's Is it really ahead of its time? I'd say so. I mean, it would it probably would have like with Voltron. It would have if it came out the same time Voltron did. It probably would have be as popular as Voltron was for sure. Hmm. I I don't know if that's like a time thing. I think like, it was. Cartoon I, Network was going through CN Real. Cartoon Network wasn't paying attention to Symbionic Titan. Adventure Time came out that was way more popular, and then they didn't give Titan a chance due to background issues. So yeah, I think I totally think Titan was a time problem. Hmm, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know because like Venture, or not Venture Brothers, sorry, I'm on that. Uh, Voltron also has like brand recognition. Like, um, it, who the fuck knows about Voltron though? It I was mean, a it's, classic it's 80s show. The very yeah, first episode like, of Robot the, Chicken is a Voltron yeah. skit. Like, yeah, it's, but like in the mainstream for a kids show, like no kid's gonna know what Voltron. I'm pretty sure like people over twenty. 30 would know but not oh, like yeah, no. teenagers like the like the show uh, yeah because because only like uh, kids under 12 are watching voltron i didn't say that that will say i said literally just now like people under over 20 or 30 would know about voltron and watch it but like there's also teenagers and like kids who like are the primary like audience who like make it up mostly and guess where they get their saying. news <laughs> they get their news from people like us like, they're the ones that find out about the shows because they watch YouTube videos. Do people really want to watch us, though, for news? If we, I, I'd compare Pizza Party Podcast to the Fox News <laughs> of, like, oh. animation No, news. that's Cartoon Brew. Okay, Cartoon Brew. The, we'd be like the uh, – we're like the Republican newspaper oh, equivalent. Yeah. Why do we have to be yeah. Republicans? I don't, let's be – let's be – what's, what's the third option, the crazy one? Uh, the because I'm clarify, only only one fourth of the podcast is racist. racist so. Only one fourth of this podcast yeah. is racist. Pan is racist not? too. We can be. What do you? Okay. What are the? What are the leagues? What are the? Okay. There's. What's the third one? There's pass. There's passive. There's passive racist. No, no, there's no. um. Gra- there's like grandpa. Ra- My grandpa literally made a really tasteless joke. Like when I last yeah. saw him. He basically he just made made a terrible black joke, and I was like, "Grandpa, you can't say that. This isn't like Pan. Remember when you talked about like racist grandpas? Yeah, you, you should <laughs> like in one video that that was literally my yeah. grandpa, and it was like best grandpa. He's allowed to drink from oh, the fountain. You should see the episode of Brace Face. Uh, anyone remember the show Brace Face? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, I do. They, they apparently got away with Okay, a lot there of was shit. an episode of Braceface where um Braceface's grandpa comes over and like he meets uh Braceface's friend who's dating an Arabian boy, Ira- Iranian boy, I don't know. And he says, "Oh." Like the grandpa just says, "Oh, is this girl part of your harem?" <sighs> 
and he also talks about like, so did you ride here on camel? My real name's Muhammad. Oh, oh, you're an Arab. <laughs> you part of his harem? Harem? Yeah, don't know how these fellas do it. I had one wife and that kept me busy enough. And when do you get your own camel? Don't need one. My dad lets me use his. <laughs> Good for him. Just make sure you don't lend it to Maria. Why? Well, everyone knows the Chinese are such bad drivers. I'd sure hate to see him steer in a camel. <laughs> Sharon? Oh, Grampy. No, stop that. And like the whole now. episode, like the, the episode ends on, you know, normally a, a, a cartoon about uh, racism always ends on racism is bad. But this episode, it just ends on the message of, look, he's old. What are you going to do? You know, but seriously, the episode, look up Brace Face, Gray Matters. That's the episode. I don't know why it was called Gray Matters. I, I guess gray hair. Race face, but let's answer one last question from the chat. We already do. Oh, I don't want to end on racist grandpas that are gonna die. That's sad. No, it's That's... not. It's not sad because they're gonna be dead, and then there will be racists in the world. Oh yeah. That's uplifting. Oh, how about this? How about this? Did you guys uh, hear that? I don't really watch Riverdale. It looks kind of dumb, yeah. and I think that's why people like it. It is dumb, but go on. But apparently Netflix announced they're doing a spinoff of it with Sabrina yeah, the Teenage yeah. Witch, which originated in Archie yeah. Comics. Which is oh, crazy because like, most people know Sabrina as that sitcom in the 90s and no no one really knows that's actually a comic book. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, thank you for canceling Sonic, Archie, for all these stupid live action mm. sitcoms. I appreciate it. They're not sitcoms. <laughs> they're drama yeah. shows. It's much well, more sophisticated. Well, well they're, no, they're supposed to be dramas, but they come off as sitcoms. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I don't really care about Riverdale, but I do really like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, mostly because of the that come. So Listen, Riverdale yeah. is weird. Yeah, Dude's I was. Hat, my mom weird. grew up watching Archie, and she's like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> this ain't Archie." All right, this ain't Archie. All right, gang. Yeah, this, this is, is the it. end of the podcast. Yep. Did you just become oh. a different character mid sentence? <laughs> Mid-word. Hey, so you want me to sing something at the end of the thing? Oh, I can sing the whole theme? No. Oh, nope. okay. Well, I guess this is the a end of the podcast, you. everyone. I'm, I'm Emily Vas... Shit, I'm Stephanie Vasquez. I feel like your characters, your um, self-inserts are uh, starting to get... I'm using there. Blurring pizza. some lines. Who are you, people? If there's any sexual humiliation stuff in the in the Loki IRL comics, uh, it has nothing to do with anything, Okay. Which there is going to mm-hmm. be one up in the next update of the comic. Make me uncomfortable. You know how it's look. Quentin Tarantino can do it, and he's a respectable ar- uh, artist. And so is, uh, I mean, Wonder Woman, the creator of Wonder Woman. He just had a fetish for some a powerful woman um, tying people up, and that became a a, a proud he, female he, icon. It's like if he can do it, so can I. You know what? I'll, I'll reserve my judgments for Craig of the Craig's execution when the series comes out. Mm. Then I guess I'm I'm just saying I'm worried. Oh. That's all. But whatever. Also, do you all remember that episode of SpongeBob where SpongeBob and Squidward turned yeah. into snails? Was that Lost Media? Like, there's an alternate version allegedly. Was there an alternate version? Um, okay, uh, there, there's a there's a thing on the Lost Media wiki essentially saying that there was another cut of that thing where we slow i think it was we slowly see squidward transform into a snail but uh the the ones mm-hmm. we see on tv now are just abrupt 
Squidward getting hit by the needle. At, why not? Why not ask um, Ch Greenblatt? He yeah, probably knows. I'm not gonna bother him for random dumb stuff like that. You know, that's dumb. It's not dumb stuff. It's I know. Stuff. It's like, hey, I, I I only use these contacts like once per year, so you know, I don't want to bug them. I don't know. Year. It's just like a, a, a time gap of just like, imagine if someone called you like every other week saying like, hey, does this episode exist of Spongebob? You know, that'd be weird. Oh, someone right. said that wasn't that debunked. I wouldn't care. Possibly, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. um, this is the end. Uh, always... Wonder Woman was a fetish character. So I always wanted to turn into a slug. It's not a fetish. Still is, baby. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye, Goodbye kids. We'll see you all at we'll see you all at oh, Momocon. Okay. That's like so far oh, away. It's far away. Yep. Bye. Well, I guess we'll see you at Momocon. Help us get money for the Patreon. I don't. No. I don't have a car. I don't know how to drive. Okay. Stop oh, the stream. Wait, come back. <laughs>